0: From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Tuesday, October 18th. I'm Sarah Reif. With harvest season well underway, cannabis is in the spotlight at the Board of Supervisors' chambers. Earlier this month, at a meeting that dragged on until after 7 o'clock p.m., the Board discussed a dozen recommendations by the Cannabis Ad Hoc Committee consisting of Supervisors John Haschak and Glenn McCordy. Several of the recommendations were passed to the General Government Standing Committee, which is made up of Supervisors Maureen Mulhern and Dan Jurdy. The composition could change next year with the rotation of positions on the board. The question of vegetation modification, referred to politely as Vegmod purgatory, is still hanging in the air as an outside legal firm ponders the details. Growers have worried that their permits could be revoked or denied if they removed trees and vegetation from around their grow sites, even if it was for fire safety or because the vegetation was diseased. At yesterday's General Government Standing Committee, County Council Christian Curtis asked for more time to prepare an affidavit for growers to present as evidence that they've removed a tree for legitimate purposes.
1: The primary issue here is not so much the question of whether or not trees can be removed Um, I I think that's pretty clear from the ordinance that they can unless it's a commercial species with certain provisos. Um, However, the the questions have been essentially the appropriate standards. Um, I see from the recommendation put forward by the ad hoc, there are some features there that that model model what we've been working on um, to the extent that in particular we're looking for um, some sort of um, uh, affidavit uh, uh, process. We've been working with uh, the department on a potential affidavit process um, to essentially establish uh, as a starting point um, where people are, establish uh, compliance with the ordinance uh, w- with res- respect to the issues uh, of the true removal. I think what I had mentioned before was that a big part of the issue is um, essentially when you have the affidavit, what are the appropriate standards for the departments to apply when they think that there is something false? in the affidavit and what may be the the appropriate standard both to investigate um, and then once uh, having investigated, um, what may be an appropriate standard to go ahead and deny based on what they have.
0: Attorney Hannah Nelson summarized the historical context of policies that haven't always come to a tidy conclusion.
1: This is after five and a half years, the sixth department head-slash-manager in the third department, and processes have changed. And so I think that it's important to note that it's not just about the evidentiary standards, but also inclusion of definitions such as can dead trees be removed or not.
0: Michael Katz, executive director of the Mendocino Cannabis Alliance, urged the committee to avail itself of Nelson's legal memos. Last month, she submitted several pages on tree removal with details about the affidavit and a critique of the current vegetation modification notice process.
1: Hannah is a 30-year expert attorney who successfully litigated the first case for the federal government to have to return medical cannabis to a patient. So, like, she really knows what she's talking about. And for her to provide dozens and dozens of pages of specific language recommendations that are then either ignored or unseen or then asked for repeatedly and not actually absorbed and integrated is that the county is losing money by not utilizing this free resource and instead hiring outside councils to come up with things that are already established law.
0: The issue will come back before the committee next month. Another item that came before the committee was a suggestion to create a process to resolve disputes over permits without denying them. The intent is to keep the current applicants on track to getting their state licenses by next summer. Cannabis Department Director Kristen Nevidal said she could craft such a policy but that it might include a fee. During public comment, Susan Tibben referred to the next big grant that will soon be available to growers. Nevidal succeeded in securing an $18 million local jurisdiction assistance grant program from the state, specifically to help growers comply with environmental requirements for their state licensure. $10 million of the grant will be available to applicants, in awards up to $100,000. The first application window will open in mid-January and be open for four weeks. After six to eight weeks to process the applications, the window will open again, Tibben thought there'd be enough money in the department that applicants disputing an issue in their permits should be able to talk with a planner at no extra cost. The idea of staff hour uh, fees uh, tied in any way to a fee to the permittee asking for that extra level of help um, is, is just absolutely unacceptable. Um, you know, <laughs> earlier today, eighteen million dollars was referenced with regard to the LGAGP with 10 million earmarked for grantees, so, so that would leave 8 million, uh, and also our tax dollars, so please, please, and if the text I was receiving and my interpretation is wrong, I, I apologize, but please do not even consider a hierarchy of department assistance tied to additional fees. On today's Board of Supervisors agenda is a recommendation to amend the County Cultivation Ordinance to establish an appeals process for permit applications that do get denied, with a fee to be established by the board. Tibbins partner Paul Hansbury reflected on the incremental long-term nature of crafting cannabis policy.
1: My partner Susan and I have been advocates for a very long time. We traveled to, on a state level, to all the um, Cannabis Advisory Committee meetings, And at one point, we made up little stickers for everybody in the audience that said, trying to make a difference three minutes at a time.
0: For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.